Hello, I am Dr. Carol Phillips. I was born in the beautiful island of Grenada. As a child, I immigrated to London, England, as my parents had done so a few years before. Uh, I grew up in England going to primary school, secondary school. About the time, the summer I was getting ready to enter college, um, I found that I was pregnant. And that changed the trajectory of my plans. Um, I decided that I was not taking the instructions or the advice of the doctor, my doctor, and having my pregnancy terminated, that I would have my child. Uh, consequently, I got married before um, the baby was born and took on my new role as a mother with full gusto. Young marriages, I was 17 and a half, married, have uh, my first child. Uh, the pressure and the strain was a lot to deal with. Fortunately, I had very supportive parents and brothers and sisters um, and was able to get myself a job I went to work for National Westminster Bank in Vauxhall Bridge Road. And whilst most thought the fact that I had an early pregnancy and an early marriage, my life would uh, be totally ruined, that was not my experience at all. And one of the reasons I think that was not my experience is that I did have um, good family support, as I said, but also I am the sort of woman, and even as a young girl, I knew who I was and what I wanted out of my life. So there was lots of obstacle along the way because, you know, you get to the place where you are now out on your own, you have your own home, you're responsible for your own bills and so on, and life takes place and you recognize it is not as simple as you might have thought growing up. But, as someone once said, when you are given lemons, the best thing you can possibly do is make lemonade. So I decided that I would do the very, very best I possibly could for this human being, this little bundle that God had blessed me with, and we would be fine. The marriage, of course, didn't last very long. But um, I proceeded to work my way to the point where my daughter could go into uh, a private school because I didn't want her in the public sector. Although in those days in England, it wasn't too bad, but I didn't want her there. I wanted to give her the best opportunities I possibly could have done. As my parents had set up to do for me, uh, when they left Grenada and immigrated to England with the hope of providing uh, uh, their children with a, a better life. Dreams are made of things like that. England was fine for very many years. However, it got to the stage, having spent three months in Grenada sorting out my parents' retirement home, that I recognized that I really could have a much better quality of life 
the sort of life I wanted in Grenada. And I set out to move back to my homeland. No brothers and sisters there, no parents there, distant cousins, um, and started my new life in Grenada. Grenada was absolutely tremendous for me. It was the best move I probably have ever made. Um, I got a job working at a real estate company. And after about three months of doing that, I decided that I would start my own company. And I went and spoke to some of my friends and set up my own real estate company. And a few of the lawyers will send their real estate business to me, which was just ideal. Um, we were able to do some really large deals, which really uh, set us on a path of success. I then had another child for what became my new husband. And um, with the, that child, it now meant that we had even more reason to really get seriously grounded and set deep roots and so. However, you know, life and my husband got promoted and we were off out of Grenada into St. Kitts. And one of the most fabulous years I spent in any country was that year in St. Kitts. For what seemed like no reason one day, I was asked by parts of the government of St. Kitts to facilitate them by putting on a presentation for the Duke of Edinburgh, who was coming to visit. So I was given 375 thereabout children, primary school age, that I had to come up with a presentation for. Anyway, uh, we did. It worked really well, and as a consequence of that, I was uh, presented to the Duke of Edinburgh. Now, growing up in England, my birthday is June 11th, and his is June 10th. So uh, he was always one of the people on my radar because his birthday would be celebrated a day before mine. So it was such a great honor to meet him. It was really awesome, this absolutely incredibly funny man, um, spend a few minutes talking to him to the point where it was being asked, what are they talking about for so long? Because the commentators apparently couldn't understand why it wasn't just the usual shake hand and move on. You know, he was just having fun talking about the children and I was having fun being with him, talking to him about what I was doing. After St. Kitts, we came, we were transferred by the company to Barberos which is where I now reside. And I have done so since 1993, so something like 27, coming into 28 years, I've been in Barbados. We were meant to be here for three years. 27 years later, I own a, a production company, Nothing But God Production, which consists of Nothing But God Radio 104.7 FM and NGTV. And it has been a tremendous time of growth for me personally. 
uh, for the people who work with me, with, for my family. Because when you are doing something like that, um, and you're doing it with as little resources as possible, and you're a new person in a new country, it is not as easy as it sounds years later. So we worked really hard. Um, we got help from sometimes some unseen places. Uh, you would never expect that sometime an, a lady would turn up, one lady in particular turned up one day and said, um, you know, Dr. Carroll, I felt that the Lord told me to help you get this done. Uh, and amazing stories like that, but people would see what we were doing and they would try to help. And I really believe one of the reasons for that it was because of some of what I had done previously to starting Nothing But God Productions. And that was basically, I was in ministry as a pastor. Um, I volunteered at my children's school the next thing I know, I was helping the headmistress in the office. And next to, then I was being her deputy. And then I was um, in the church. And it went on and on and on. I ended up being uh, responsible for several of the large ministries. I was the director of missions. I ran uh, the credit union. Uh, I, I administered the school, administrated the school, and on and on and on. So people got to know me in that sort of volunteer um, mode. Then I was asked to become the Barbados Director of Operation Mobilization, an international Christian-based charity, and I headed that for about six years. And during that time, I had an opportunity to travel um, all over the world, basically. And we did some absolutely amazing work. In fact, after Hurricane Ivan, I had the distinct pleasure of returning to my country, but wearing a different hat, the Barbados Director of Operation Mobilization. And we pioneered um, the work of building homes there. In, when we went into Grenada, in fact, that was not our intention. It was to do, go in and provide immediate relief in food and medicine and that sort of thing. But coming out of a conversation with USAID, we were given the material that would allow us to build over 600 houses. Uh, Samaritan's Purse came in and was part of the project with us. And we did really good work. I came back to Barbados, back to ministry, then found that I needed to leave um, my, my then church and went to serve somewhere else. Um, all of this brought me to the point where, having started CT Radio 90.1 FM, I was now going to be on my own. I was going to have the opportunity to do my own radio station. And it might sound crazy because, no, I am not some wealthy person who uh, can just pull out my checkbook and write hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, to buy expensive equipment and so on. But 
it was all provided. There was a way made. And I was able to start this uh, radio station that I now currently give leadership to as the chairman of the board. And it has been a journey of faith. It has been a journey of belief in, in me, belief in the people who come alongside to assist me, the belief that if you have the right attitude and you refuse to take no for an answer and you will persevere and push through and not be too concerned about who thinks what about you because your mind is made up that you're going to do this thing, you will be surprised what you can do. And this, you know, today I really want to encourage women, especially younger women. You are a teenager and life has not gone exactly as you thought it might. You might have messed up and gotten pregnant as I did. And people around you are saying all sorts of things. Don't focus on that. What do you want? Where do you see yourself? Do you understand that uh, adversity only makes you stronger? And every challenge would help to push you to the next level that you should get to. And I am always, always grateful for my father who saw the best in me and would always encourage me to stay firm in what I knew to be right. If you're the only person in the room who's doing the right thing, that is fine. Be that person. Just do the right thing and believe in yourself. Believe that God will see you through, that you can hold on and you will get where you need to. God bless you.